0: What's up is your pal when she gets kiss, and this is the bar is low. Every episode we take a look at a fanfiction or a collection of fanfictions and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly they're bad. If I had known, if I had known that the last episode would have had so much pregnancy fetishism and I wouldn't have committed to doing this episode because this might be, in fact, one of the only episodes where I've just straight up dreaded having to do the reading. The good news is that there doesn't seem like There's a lot of mpreg content for the Avatar fandom. The bad news, however, is that AO3 is the only website with a halfway decent tagging system. So I know there is mpreg shit on Wattpad and fanfiction.net and all those other sites and it's hiding from me. That's why this episode is so short because I only did stuff from Archive of Our Own and also because I didn't want to do this episode in the first place, but I committed to it. So here we are. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let's talk about some goddamn Mpreg. Let's start off with something just to warm ourselves up. Something nice and short, but like low-key super close to being my worst nightmare. I do want to mention that even though this author writes Mpreg, I feel a strong connection to her because she has Wench in her username too. So like I respect your choice of name Vexed underscore wench. No hard feelings, bro. Your fellow wench. This fic is Zuko Hokoda pairing, or as the cool kids say, zuko uh, what I have to say about this pairing. Well, I mean I've seen plenty of shit where Ozai uh, was, I was the one fucking various minors, but just because Hakoda actually was a good dad, this doesn't give him a free pass to creep on younger guys. So this particular fic doesn't have it, but I've seen people tag this pairing as intergenerational relationships. It's okay you can just say pedophilia sweetie. I find this pairing a little bit off-putting. I'm 1,000% sure that Zuko calls him daddy in bed because, like, Hakoda's, like, both gotta be his father and his lover, which, you know, leads to some kinky shit, but hey, it's better than, like, just straight up incest porn, which, as you know, there's just too much of that shit here in this fandom, so fuck that. So let's get this actual fic. Both of them were like, I don't want to leave my family and my homeland, so why don't we just move to Ba State where neither of our goddamn families are, and neither of us are, yeah, even from the Earth Kingdom makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. I guess tea shops are the only types of shops there are in that city, so they get one so I do cover art for every episode, and if you care to see they get your ass on Instagram, I kind of fucked this one up thinking I remember this fic better from the first time I read it. It says here that they want to merge the uh, Fire Nation and the Water Tribe, so I was like, oh, okay, it makes perfect sense that they're getting together. As leaders of their respective nations, a marriage would seal the alliance, and I guess that's why there's Emprig, because they'd have to make an heir, all that shit. And that's why the cover art for this episode is them getting reluctantly married. I don't know why I drew Zuko in his, like, typical Fire Lord garb and... Hakoda's just wearing a suit i don't have an answer for that question i don't know why i drew that but no, that is not what happened. They both stepped down from their posts because they were more important to each other than, well, you know, running their goddamn countries just after this fucking war ended. Wow. So, is like, son, you're chief now. Which, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Some people wanted Katara to be chief, but he's just thinking like, nah, she's uh, destined for greater things. Wow. Favoritism much? Or perhaps just honesty? It'll be real. What, Zuko? He's just shirking his duty. He's just like, oh, uh, hey, Iroh, uh, I know you're high-key retired. And just want to do what I am currently doing, which is running a tea shop in Basigse. But how about that uh, firelord job, huh? I don't, I don't get that though. Like, the whole reason Iroh didn't become firelord was because he didn't have an heir and, and because Lozay was a greedy dick. But that was the excuse that he used. I don't know, maybe Zuko's plan to go back once Iroh dies. Who knows, but he will have that heir. These guys are fucking deadbeats. They're just handing off their responsibilities to someone else so they can. Lope and the last fucking paragraph and it's just so unnecessary. And like I know this is the Imperig episode and you already know what's up, but they just mentioned literally in the last paragraph, they're like up Zico's pregnant. Didn't mention it till now, but just fuck you, I guess. This didn't make a lot of sense. They're both kind of assholes. But major respect for this person for their username, because fucking wench power. I'm fist bumping you through the computer. All we only have two left, actually. They're both a bit longer, so this next one deals with the theme of repopulating an entire nation. This is goddamn ridiculous, but they have an excuse, so I'll give them that. So one day, Zico's just fucking drunk as shit, and Aang's talking to him about, like, oh, you know, repopulating an entire nation, and how her. Broke up with him after he was like, Hey, uh, can we have six babies? And she was like, Bitch, I'm a strong, independent woman. Go fuck yourself. So Aang's like, uh, I wish I could get pregnant so I could repopulate my nation. And Zuko's like, My family genocided your entire nation. So I guess I owe you one there. I'd have a shit ton of kids with you. By the way, I'm drunk as fuck. Don't take any of this seriously. Alas. Alas. So they just start fucking making out being drunk as they are. And that's the start of something, uh, not beautiful, but fucky, I would say. Fucky. So they've been screwing each other, like, every night, a few months later. Uh, the relationship has been taking a bit of a toll on Zuko. He wants to cut it off after thinking it over for a while. Aang's been, like, gone for some sort of trip or something. He's, like, actually able to think straight without him around. So he's like, yeah, this might not be a good idea to fuck you every day. But it says, the moment after Aang stepped back into the Fire Nation, yeah the moment the moment some questions about this wording is is the fire palace like on the outskirts of the country or did he just did ang just teleport in because the moment this isn't right to me like it seems like you'd have to spend a little more time there than a moment to be able to get to the center of power but uh hey what do i know weirder things have happened so ang's like yeah uh, so we gotta talk homie my bro my loving boyfriend so uh prig bitch that's what's up And Zuko's like, well, this is awkward. I was about to dump you. Well, guess this is how it's going to be. Don't explain how we can get pregnant. Not that I expected them to, but like... I don't know Sokka's there for like a minute and he's just like, I mean, how about that Avatar magic bullshit? I've seen weirder stuff than this. So this fic does take place over a long stretch of time. So it jumps around a lot and we gotta we gotta cover like 20 years in this one shot. So just strap in, fellas. So Aang's like way happy about having a kid and eh, their first kid's a firebender, which is like, oops, uh, you know, how about repopulating that entire nation? It's not going very well so far. But at least Zuko has an heir because he's going to need that so this shit's so ridiculous <laughs> like they just keep having kids like they just don't stop they just are just like yep one after another just keep popping them out That's how it's gonna be Zuko's not very thrilled with this he's like 25 and he has three kids and he's just like god damn i feel old um meanwhile Aang is like coming back from business tricks being like impreg bitch impreg bitch impreg bitch uh uh even though they start using condoms, but like that feel when your avatar magic is stronger than latex. And Zuko's like, maybe he's cheating on me, it would seem so. I mean, this just keeps happening, but like all the kids do look like me, so maybe not. And one thing I found kind of weird about this was that they were like, hmm, Him getting pregnant once wasn't weird, but twice? That's a little bit strange to me. I don't know what the logic was behind that particular thought. Like, he already proved he could do it. I don't know why they'd be like, oh, he could do it again? Wow, that's shocking. More shocking than the first time, in fact. (sighs) There's this one scene where Aang takes all the kids, uh, they have like five of them at this point, to the airbending temple. All the ones except the first one are airbenders, so he's going to teach them some culture and just the mental... The mental image of like children just ominously floating in an abandoned temple really does it for me. Azuko's super freaked out by it, but Aang and the kids are like, yeah, man, this is chill. Having a good time, just ominously floating. And still, they just fucking keep going. They just keep going. And Aang does not give a flying fuck about the insanity he's putting his body through, but Zuko's like so over it. He's like, I know I agreed to this while I was drunk, so uh, I'll help you just pop out as many as humanly possible, you know? And they have to go through a ceremony every damn time there's a birth because, you know, all these kids are also the princes and princesses of the Fire Nation, too. So they doing this shit, like, once a year. And, you know, even then when they're like, we're going to take a break from breeding constantly, we're going to use condoms. It doesn't work, like I said. And, like, they bring all seven of these bitches with them on family vacations just to strain, like, I can't even imagine. And they do show one of the numerous fights I'm sure they had where I think and Zuko are, like, each accusing each other of playing favorites, like, the Firebender dog versus the airbending kids like my god that must be fucking exhausting they're getting old at this point kind of like maybe we should kind of stop the last bitch they pop out is a firebender which makes zuko and the eldest firebending daughter happy but yeah that's it they they chilled out 12 of them 12 of them 12 fucking kiddos in 17 years holy shit um Don't know why that existed, don't know how I feel about it, and I don't know what to say about this fic, but uh, it was kind of funny at parts, but really all I can say about this is that it exists. In case you wanted to know that there's a fic with like 12 consecutive impregs in it, now you know. I also made the mistake of reading the comments, and if you listen to this show, like, at all, and you go to this page, you'll know exactly which review just made me go like, uh, why? Ugh, ugh. So this is actually our last one of the day now, because I was merciful on myself and on you. This one's pretty angsty, it's kind of Omegaverse stuff, uh, Zuko-Saka pairing is really everyone's favorite character to pick on when it comes to Empire. And that, that poor lad. He's an Omega, and if you don't know what Omegaverse is, I'll just... Like briefly explain it basically you have the dominant alphas and the submissive omegas the omegas go in heat periods where they just gotta fuck and they get pregnant regardless of sex there's a lot more to it than that and there's plenty of variations but that's the essentials that's what you gotta know so your boy Z, soon to be fire lord z he's busy getting rammed by a because he's in the middle of the heat and Sokka's sucker's about a nut he's like yo i'm about a nut I'm gonna pull out so we don't spawn anything, but Zuko, a dumbass, is just like nuttin' me. I have thought about having children funny, even though this is the first time I'm telling you about it. You haven't thought about it at all? I don't give a fuck. in me, boy. A little bit later, he's like, oh fuck, maybe this was a bad idea. This is why you have to talk things over with people, okay? And he like, finds out he's pregnant by feeling the fetal heartbeat, because that's how things work, I guess? Okay. And then, not long after this, Zuko's guards are all little bitches because they let an assassin get all the way to his room and he has to fend her off by himself so this thing does borrow pretty heavily from the promise comics so if you uh, see some familiar shit that's why i haven't read most of the comics nor can i be fucked too so i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about just let you know that now so this assassin bitch is stupid she's like yeah clearly the only solution when it comes to getting what i want is to fucking kill the person in charge like she wants him to stop the harmony restoration movement like call your local congressperson, girl i don't know i mean she's probably used to living under a dictatorship so naturally her first thought when it comes to oppression is just to destroy the government which I respect, but you're still a dumbass. Like, at least go full invasion force. Don't just go on your own. But Zuko does go to see her and her father, and he feels like shit. She's just having that a morning dickness we all know and love. It's such a big mood, honestly, that he can't pull his shit together, and he's just like, "Uh, life is exhausting. And he's like, you know what? I think I'll cut out that Harmony Restoration shit. Yeah, you. your dad begged for my mercy, so uh, I guess you get off free, you little assassin bitch shit bitch shit fuck Lucas, you know still having a rough time so I can say, "I'll always be there for him and shit so they have a little moment well then he like starts flashing back and he's like yeah my dad fuck that guy if I turn out like him I mean I think I'd rather perish in the void maybe I should tell Aang to kill me if that happens and he's gonna like gonna reach out to tap Aang on the shoulder and he thinks of his little compass cell, and he's like nah nah so speaking of zuko's dad fuck that guy he's like you know what i think uh, i need some advice honestly i haven't been having a great time lately you know Uh, things have been rough buddy so uh i think i'm gonna have a chat with my good old dad gotta forge that father-son connection think i'm gonna actually visit him every night don't worry there's no incest so somehow Ozai knows what's up he's like i know you're an impreg ass bitch I can smell it, because this is Omegaverse, remember? Who is the baby daddy, huh? There's like a lot of angst and shit, because Sucka's away so much doing like water tribe politics, and little Zuzu's so lonely, and what's more, the Harmony Restoration shit ain't going well, and it looks like there might be another war, because yeah, fuck him. So he ain't doing so good, but what can he do to help? Oh, I know, talk to his abuser. They do a kind of a deep conversation with some metaphorical shit going on, which the author does admit pretty much got ripped straight from the comic. I was like, you've always been a little bitch. There you go. One time we were at the beach and you were like, oh damn, look at this poor ass crab. it's gonna get eaten by this fucking bird. I love weakness. I want to save that crab. But also because I have empathy for all living things like a little bitch. I know that hawk's gonna starve without that goddamn crab. And he goes on like, well, what was the right thing to do, huh, son? Well, we may never know because a uh, wave swept you off the sea and then I did the thing that is my biggest regret in life except getting beat up by Caillou, and uh, that was jump in to save your tiny ass. Because back in the day, I gave a fuck. Now, I know you've been thinking about this metaphorical, dilemma bullshit I gave you, and now you're like, I should have let that bitch ass crab die, but I'm here to tell you that, boom, nope, trick question, there's no wrong answer. So basically, I was like, tells him that is Fire Lord. Whatever he chooses is the right choice. Quote, there's no wrong or right apart from what you decide. Man, that's, that's, that's some shit right there. Some people in the comments were like, fuck Jose, though, but that was some good advice. No, it wasn't. You are not the moral absolute. Three people who commented that are psychopaths, but he does decide to go to war, and he has a fucking identity crisis, like, ah. This was a bad idea. Really shouldn't have taken advice from an egomaniacal war criminal. How soon until I'm basically my father, but like with Imperg? And when the ground falls out below him, he's like, okay, this is happening. I'm ready to accept death, which is a big mood, but like then he's like, oh fuck, my baby. And then Ang saves him because he can like magically see the fetus because magic. fucking spirit magic so when Zuko wakes up after the battle on a large scale he's like oh yeah it's all good this colony that I was about to go to war over it's gonna be republic city and we're gonna forge a new world and all that fun stuff but he's like oh something funny's happening between my legs oh man I'm sure bleeding a lot sure fucking hurts oh my god why is there a bloody fetus there he doesn't know what to do with the remains but he's just like oh my god how do I hide a body I'm gonna just put it in a box and deal with it later hopefully it won't start smelling bad and then even though Sokka's not there he remembers like I've always got a friend when I need help I shouldn't be afraid to talk to people and he's like yo Suki I guess you're here for some reason help a brother out I'm bleeding a whole lot from my I don't know my asshole this Vic never specified where I was supposed to give birth from and she does calm down. So remember kids, never be afraid to ask for help. Unless you're asking Ozai for help, never ask Ozai for help. We all saw how that went. And when Sokka gets the news, he gets like gets all angsty and starts to blame himself for the miscarriage. And that's where this fic was discontinued. For an emperor fic, I actually didn't hate this. I was still not into that whole thing, but it had a plot, and the emperor romance shit was secondary. Even if they did rip that plot from the comics, but I appreciate that it had shit going on with like kind of deep stuff, moral dilemmas, stuff like that. So I think there's some stuff we can actually learn from this fic. So you aren't the moral absolute, even if you're. Like God, or some shit, you can still be wrong about stuff. There is not no wrong or right apart from what you decide. Or to say it simpler without a fucking double negative. There is wrong and right apart from what you decide. Secondly, don't take advice from war criminals, especially war criminals who personally hate your guts, or just don't take advice from people who hate your guts in general. But do take advice and seek help from trusted friends and family. Also, make sure your security is competent enough that they'll take out an assassin before she gets to you. Like my God. And also, talk to your partner about having children. Don't just be like, "Yeah, I thought about it, but you didn't." Just, just nut me. You don't have a choice. A stressful period. political turmoil, when all the pressures on you is not a good time to have a child don't literally go fight in a war and go on the battlefield while you're pregnant and or if you're the leader of a goddamn country and you've got no successor that's just a terrible idea so as you can see some valuable lessons we can all learn and take from this fic even though it was some impregnable shit. it wasn't terrible actually kind of would have been interested to see how this ended uh even though i did feel like it was kind of wrapping up in a way when it was discontinued don't feel like it would have been much longer so today we covered life and surprises by vexed underscore French, wide Awake by Just Have Sex. I Can't Live, I Can't Breathe by Fading Love. The Bar is Low is on Instagram. You can find us at The Bar is Low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us, you know what's coming up next. If you want to drop a review or a rating on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to ask for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. As always, I'm your pal when she gets thought of this. This is The Bar is Low. Thank you for joining me, and that's all for today.